Everybody has their coffee. Good morning. Cheers. Cheers. All right. How are you guys doing? Doing great this morning. Doing good. Doing good. good. Ready for the talk? Yeah. Yes. I hope you guys have all your notes in order. Yes, we do. Well researched. Well researched. Yes. Yes. I just want to welcome our guests. Hello, guys. Thank you guys for coming, supporting. Good morning. Good morning. Part of this. You guys were making history right now. It's our first episode, and you guys are a part of it. So I just want to applaud you guys. Yay! I'm so happy to see all of you guys here. And without any further ado, we're going to get this program, this show on the road. What time is it now? 11.07. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. I have I have a cheerleader. This is my father. This is how you know we're live. <laughs> this is how you know we're live, okay? <laughs> Biggest supporter. Big ups, big ups, big ups. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm just going to take this moment to introduce ourselves. Hello, I am Vave. And I'm Posh. And this is Vave Talks. We also want to let our hosts, Jay Mark and DJ Zoe Crazy, introduce themselves. So go ahead, Zoe Crazy and Jay, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Yes, good morning, good morning. Inaugural show. Listen, I'm excited to be here. Vave Talks, y'all know me. DJ Go Crazy, Mr. Go Crazy himself. We're going to have a good time. So buckle up. I mean, I don't drink coffee, but, you know, have your coffee ready. Let's have a good time. That's yeah. a stop. How can I go behind that introduction? So it's just Joel Mark here with Men of Determination. Let's do it. Yes. 
it, do it, do it. And if you want to go ahead in the chat, let us know who you are, where you're from. Tell us a little about you. We'd love to interact with you guys. Welcome. Shout out to everybody here from all across the world. We see you in here in North Carolina, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, I'm so happy, guys. Thank you. Austin's here, too. Yeah. I want to say a special happy birthday to Vivay Talks. This is our first episode, by the way. And I just wanted to say happy birthday, pop the champagne, and let's get it started. I love the energy so far, and I just can't wait for the topics, guys. Yes. Just one rule for our hosts and speakers today as we start the topics. It is called the 10-11 rule. And this rule only implies to when the conversation gets heated. If the conversation gets too heated and we need to take things down a notch or two, we'll say 10-11. The first time, it's free. If we have to say 10-11 again, back to back, each time after the first time, it will cost the speaker or speakers a dollar each time, if you're still speaking. Okay, that's just for us to moderate the conversation and keep the conversation in a good place. But we will, you know, conversations do get heated. So um, I won't stop it. I will let the conversation go. But if it gets too heated, 1011 is going to be the code word. All right. Don't get charged, you know. Don't so, get charged. Yeah, we don't are get really charged. <laughs> some of our opinions are worth a dollar. Some, <laughs> some opinions are worth a dollar. <laughs> I, 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 just make sure that dollar goes to Vivay Global. <laughs> Impulse E. Um, shout outs MOD, you know, powered yeah. by MOD. We definitely didn't get to shout them Better out. Um, definitely Better linking up with us and creating our, helping creating our vision. We definitely want to give them a shout out. And dollars go to you too. So hopefully a lot of people get charged, being the devil's advocate. But, you know, hopefully they don't. But don't get charged. <laughs> don't get charged. Yeah. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our first topic. Everybody, I'm not sure if everybody's aware, but our first, our debut episode, this episode today is called No Labels. And the reason for that is because, well, today is actually the last day of Pride Month. Absolutely. So, happy Pride to the LGBTQ, all of those things. Happy yep, Pride yep. to the orange, to the black, to the red, to the green, to the blue. Yes, yes. All love. All, all love. What was the, what was the, um, the, the quote that um, I heard before? It was like, um, no hate. Yep, no, no place for hate. And then uh, no place for hate, too busy loving. And then, of course, everybody love wins. Yes. Love wins. I am a lover of love. I love love. And that's who I am. I exude love. I am love. So all I want is for love to win. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So with that being said, happy Pride Month to everybody and everyone here that can hear my voice and when the podcast goes out to everybody who's listening. Yes. The whole world. Everybody coming in. Everybody coming in. Everybody coming in. Everybody who's here. Thank you. So um, 
With that being said, I just want to open up the discussion on what do you think we mean by no labels or what is your perspective or your opinion on no labels? And for our guests, our chat is open. We will be discussing everything with the, in the chat as well. So please use your chat function. Um, for our speakers, just unmute yourself when you're ready to speak. Listen, you starting with these loaded questions, you're gonna have to call somebody to answer. We're not all gonna speak at once. Well, you have the floor. <laughs> I mean, so the question is, what do we think no labels means? Yes. Yes. Your um, opinion. Listen, loaded question, like I said, but I think I think it, it boils down to like social social constructs. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. I think that um I think it's kind of just like we we have a lot of things that we think mean something because of social standards mm-hmm. when when really that's not what it means and that's probably not what it should mean. So um yeah, that's my biggest take from no labels, but I guess we'll find out. I would like to think that no labels is almost like a movement where as he's talking about there's all these social constructs that try to fit us in boxes and try to tell us like we can only be one thing um and the idea of no labels is saying like look at a person first, you know, from the inside out, you don't, you don't have to put labels on them. And I think even in today's time, we're addressing labels in all different ways. Everyone is being called to be inclusive. Like, um, I don't know if a lot of you know, but uh, the black and the brown is actually new to the pride flag. That was not part of the rainbow. And imagine now that because of whatever it may be, Black Lives Matter, just Black people speaking up, speaking out, now you have the colors brown and black surrounding the pride flag. Wow, I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice that is either. Um, I wanted to put my little input on uh, no labels as well. Um, when you, um, this is just a very crude thought. Um, when I think about labels, I think of, you know, just um, as Joelle said, everyone being put into a box. And um, it kind of makes you, in everyone in each of those boxes, like kind of competing with each other as in what label is the best. I automatically jump into like, you have Ciroc or you have Grey Goose or you have all of these without a label, they would all just be one thing, which is vodka. So now that you have a label, now it's more you're in competition with each other, which one is best when they're all the same thing. And that goes into even labels in um, our community and who we are and who we choose to be. Like, yeah, I want to be this, that, and that because you want to, you're labeling yourself because you want to be different, but really we are all the same, experiencing the same emotions, experiencing the same situations. And that's why I applaud the no labels title. You know, we're all the same. We're all one. We're all breathing. We're all taking, we're breathing the same oxygen. Our heart is beating the same. That's my take. What I just want to add would be actually for labels for me, I I don't really like labels. For me, I like the a name. Like our name is what individualizes us. Labels, I'm I'm a woman, but that doesn't don't label me, don't box me in as someone who can only do what women do. Don't box me in as someone who can't do what men can do. Like I'm I'm a woman, my name is Vanessa, and I can do anything that I want. Don't label me, don't marginalize me. No expectations. That's what I feel about no labels. Anybody can be whatever and whoever they can want to be. And the label is 
I feel like a barrier, like a, a ceiling that kind of puts everybody in a box where they can't come out of this box. So with no labels, you're actually free to be and do. And I like to say royal in your own fashion. Barbara, she said, um, no labels to me means that no matter your status, politi politically, sexual orientation, or by color of your skin, that it should be in open conversation to listen and to try to understand one another. We have a devil's advocate in the room who says, I think we need labels. And everyone plays their part so the dream can work. How, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that there's some aspect in our lives where we actually need labels? Like, yeah, absolutely. We need labels like on um, our grocery products. We got to know how much, you know, sugar and fat. GMOs, like, absolutely. What label has to be on a person? Like, I would love some feedback on that. I love that that thinking, though. Sure. I think he means like brother, sister, mother, father, um, dad, uh, uncle, auntie. I think that's what he means by label. Even some of those labels get blended. I love that. Yeah. Let's put the workplace. You have the doctor who's seeing uh -huh. the patients. And you have the billing person who's billing the insurance. You have the assistant who is taking care of the clients. So in those things, you need labels to, you have different parts of the wheel. The, the wheel needs to roll. And so in that instant, I can see Okay, well, to bring it back to, bring it back to the whole pride thing. So you're right, we do need labels. For example, we got LGBTQ. All those are a couple labels, right? In the yeah. black community, how come we don't have a label of bi that most women use the label of DL? Like if a, a man has had an experience with a man, but also for the most part is with uh, women, that man is considered to be on the DL, that's a label. But I don't really hear that often with women who every so often experience a bosom partner, let's say that. But for the most part, she's with men. How come she's not on the DL? It's, I, I think that if you know if you know what the word means, then like nobody can tell you what the definition is or isn't. I think it's just what people use as common. If gay is supposed to be a unisex term, then like where does the word lesbian come from? Because they could just be labeled as gay too. But it's just like, it's the same kind of scenario where like, you know what the word means, but society just chooses not to use bisexual to label men. They rather use DL. And that's, I mean, that's something that you can't change. Community, do, just, just on your opinion on that, do you think that's society or the black community? Because I never really hear um, black people really use the term bi, like, oh, that person's bisexual. A you question, know? would that be really a label or would that be a stereotype? That's a great question. Maybe it is. I, 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 I say a, a stereotype. I mean, that means like basically every every dude that has you know had that experience is stereotyped to be on the DL. Like what what chances does that that man have then if he is stereotyped to be on the DL? Anytime he has a girlfriend or something, right? Someone's gonna come to to his girlfriend and be like, "Hey, just to let you know, your man is on the DL." <laughs> open conversation. That's where you have to be open and honest to have that conversation before it's something that you... I find that in the Black community, like, they make a lot of words derogatory, but the word that should be derogatory, like the N-word, is not derogatory. Mm. Well, Barbara says, um, the thought of a world without labels would be a world with more equality, hmm? yes. love yes. and understanding. Janelle Joe says, I don't need to label myself to make you feel better. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Natasha Mathias says, labels in a relationship, as in we need labels in a relationship. Tasha said, like, are you a girlfriend slash boyfriend or a wife? or a husband. Dan McKendy says, so you will look for a person that is relatively bigger or stronger to lift to lift it. Um, exactly, Natasha. I guess he's agreeing with Natasha in relationships. So in a relationship, do you want to have that label? Girlfriend, a boyfriend, or wife, or a husband, or just simply equality and just say my partner? Part, wait, hold on. Is partner not a label, though? It is a label, but I don't think it's well, I would, Because I would say that I would say that if you're trying to push the concept of monogamy, then don't mm-hmm. you need a label? Because like, yeah. you so can't she re- would, you would, you would need a label in, um, in relationships. Well, then maybe what we can work towards is the black community having some positive labels for for these type of people, other than their people. For on who? The Wait. Oh, for bisexual men. Bisexual men and women. <laughs> okay. So because of time, I just want to push the conversation forward to Zaya Wade. For those who don't know who Zaya Wade is, that is Dwayne Wade's son or daughter. Here we go with labels. I don't know the label. Zaya is Dwayne Wade's daughter. And we just want to talk about right now discussing as far as how his family accepted and recepted to his decision to not be labeled a boy, but to be labeled a girl. I will say that. I don't have any problems with the sexuality of like wanting to be a girl or like a girl or anything of that nature. But I do think that like, and I don't even know if this was true, but it was spoken on social media that they were considering doing a gender change surgery. And I agree that I feel like, am I, I wouldn't even let a child get a tattoo at that age. So like, I just don't think life-changing decisions like that are necessary at that age. So I do, I do disagree with that, but I don't, I, the ways never came out and said that that was true nor false, but that was one thing that I did uh, have opposition with. I want to take that situation and basically compare it to, it's a show, I don't know um, if everyone is aware of this show, it's uh, called Little Fires Everywhere, where I think about the different ways that the family or they were treated or, you know, just the different situations. Whereas in um, with Dwayne Wade's uh, Zaya, they accepted her there. They allowed her to be them or, and speak to them in um, about the issues or her wants or interests. And that's one side. And then with Little Fires Everywhere, it was more as in they weren't really trying to hear it, basically. And I'm just going to use layman terms. And the only thing that I think about those two is more as in as a young child, what you're instilling into them. With Zaya, I feel like they could be instilling an acceptance of self-esteem she won't be like resisting. You know what I mean? Whereas in With Little Fire Everywhere, they're trying to correct her. If you guys are not uh, familiar with it in Little Fires Everywhere, they have a young daughter and she's a rebel. And instead of them accepting the fact that she is a rebel and she is interested in what she's interested in, they're correcting her. And to what Maurice is saying, as a child, you're in the house and your parents' role is to correct you. And the world 
shouldn't be a part of what how your parents feeling of what needs to be corrected. I'm, I'm going to pass the ball to the sports mm -hmm. fan in the comments, but I, I think even the word correction, your, mm -hmm. it's your parents' job to correct you. Like, yes, what? What is the correct you if you write on the walls? You and if that they feel true. as though you don't no, want to write yeah, on the I walls, then person, they need to correct you and say you can't yes, write on the walls. You have to write on the paper. No, I was just going to say, like, to tell a person that they need to be corrected, that also would make that child feel like there is a flaw. Exactly. A flaw. So that goes into the difference. You you, you have in one, one side where they're feeling as though they're a flaw. They're feeling as though they're not mm -hmm. accepted. So in Little Fires Everywhere, I feel as though that they're breeding into their child a rebel, a resistance, not um, a low self-esteem, um, mm -hmm. no love. Um, and that's what they're going to carry on into their future. Whereas in with Zaya, she, they're accepting her, her, she feels as though that she can be herself. They're breeding love. So yeah, in the difference yeah. between the two families, I feel like you have to be aware of what exactly you're trying to instill into your child, not really looking at what you feel. So that was the point of my, my two different situations. I feel as though that is very important to be careful of how you go about things in a child's life regardless of what it is that you're instilling the fact that they will be able to survive in the world without being okay feeling okay. rejection let's you go know? to Kat. barbara says he's at an age that he is trying to find himself and if he feels that he is a she and wants to change that about himself that is a choice. So is that an agreement that 12 year olds should be able to change their gender? I, I, I think with the pro, uh, the appropriate edu education, I mean, the 12 year old, yeah. I, I feel like you need to, to teach your child if, 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 if they're going, if you see that they're having difficulties in that area of life, that you educate them regardless of what age they are so that when they're ready to make a decision regardless of what age they are, if you as a parent feel as though that they understand the situation and your acceptance or whatever you feel but i think to make that decision they need to be educated in what exactly is going so, on so you think that you think that in a perfect world a 12 year old should be able to have gender change that's tough that i just don't tough. see it I, don't see a... I actually agree with you on that uh, maurice i think it's it's not even about no child should be having plastic surgery taking home. no surgery yeah that's what i'm saying like i wouldn't even let my child get a tattoo at that age. That's, that's Most of the chat is saying no surgeries, no surgeries. Uh, God made you a certain way and gave you the tool to fulfill his will. So taking that tool away for your choice is disrespectful to God. Mm -hmm. No surgery. It's just my opinion. I'm just going to say generally there's there's trans that don't need the surgeries. I agree with McKendie where to each its own. Um, I learned that in my life, in my 30 years of life, that the only thing I have to love everybody, you know, I have to respect your opinions, your, your movements, as much as I want you to respect mine. And that's basically where that falls. At the end of the day, I'm not here to judge. I'm here to love, yes. you know, you just have to love. And then I think in loving someone, you know how to deal with that person. I can hear you getting emotional. And that's the thing. Like, 
like love has to push through. Like, I don't know too much about these people either, but I do understand that people need to be loved. I don't know much about Dwayne Wade. I don't know much about his child, but I know enough about children to know a lot of children are queer in their own way. Just like Elijah McClain that was killed by the police, mm -hmm. whether it's autism. And that goes into no labels, you know? If, if a, a child is more towards, you know, playing with a certain type of toy than the other, just love them in doing that. But go ahead, Vanessa, we're gonna take right. a- We're gonna take a short break. We're gonna let DJ Zo Crazy cue up some music as we get started on the second segment of the show. Our next topic is going to be about Black lives. Go ahead, DJ Zo Crazy. What up, Wow, bro. That's so crazy. I seen a hundred bottles coming from the back. This is Vivey, where we are royal in our own fashion. I just want to use this topic right now because uh, I don't know if everybody's up to date with the shy. I just saw the last episode of the shy last night. This is going to be a, um, what's that thing? What's that thing called when I'm about to tell you what happened in the show? A spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so in the shy, I'm not sure where you guys are in the, in the show. Um, Luke James is playing the older brother of Jake, and he is in a relationship with a woman who, when I first saw her, I was like, mm, question mark, which brings me back to no labels. So last, li last night's episode, it was revealed that she is actually trans. And he in the show mentions i'm not gay but he is in a relationship with a trans woman so i thought that was very interesting which brings us to our next topic in society right now with the whole black lives movement they are also saying trans lives matters as well as black lives matters i do have my own opinions on everything like that as far as like black lives matters but to the community, how do you guys feel about trans, LGBTQ Lives Matters, hopping onto the whole Black Lives Matters campaign? Not to say that their lives don't matter, but I just feel like Black lives in history continues to get washed out as far as in the history books. Like when we talk about this era 10 years from now, are we going to be talking about Black Lives Matters or are we going to be talking about equality for LGBTQ and black people. I think we're all under the same umbrella when it comes, um, you know, like the whole purpose of a movement is because there's been a 
people, I'm just going to say, that feel like they are suppressed in society. I feel like when it comes down to Black Lives Matter, it falls under all Black lives, regardless of what you are, who you are, what you consider yourself to be. It, it's, all it's all under the same movement. It's, it's an umbrella. And everybody is being covered under the umbrella. I've seen a meme on Instagram and someone commented, oh, but what about the LGBTQ community? We are having difficulty too. And someone just just commented, all Black Lives Matter. I just feel like everything is under the, under the umbrella. Let's fix one agenda at a time, but it is our agenda. I just wanted to share LGBTQ people have been around all the time. They've been there in the 1920s. They were there marching with Martin Luther King. The media just doesn't show that part. You know, they yeah. just like for a while, they didn't show black people on TV. They didn't show Latinos on TV. Now we're understanding the same thing about a different kind of history. And uh, when you're suppressed, that's what you want to do. You want to come out on your own and let the world focus on you and your movement. Don't say like, like, oh, they should just be quiet and just stick onto the, um, you know what I mean? There's a lot of movements out there. And I feel like everyone who has a movement has a point to their movement. We shouldn't I, shut them up. I, we I, should I, embrace I, them. I actually agree. Me and Erica right now are on the same page. I have no problem with trans lives, LGBTQ lives. I want every Black life, every life to be important. My main focus is not to drown out anybody. Yeah, My don't. main focus is, you know, just for Black people in Black history. And the commonality is that in our history, in our education, in our world, the Black agenda always tends to be drowned out by another agenda. Yeah. And that's what I don't want. That's what I would, I really want us to focus on the Black agenda. Not to confuse it, because to be really honest, there's more gay rights than Black rights. What? Nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Betsy said it's true. How? I believe I it. I hear from you. Um, I think, I think like, it's even, because... No, let me say this real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Even when you think about one of the things that really pushed African-Americans for it was professional sports. You look at like Jackie Robinson, Muhammad Ali, all of that. Because sports sports is a realm where like the racist people in the world will sit right next to a black person in the stands and they will all cheer for the same team. So I think that because, yeah, gay people or LGBT people, because they don't get that representation in sports, that shows you that they have a long way to go. In sports, now let's talk about the world outside of sports because my world doesn't... Uh, can I say, I love that you just said that and I feel like for black people, the vehicle was sport. I'm hoping that the vehicle for LGBT LGBTQ community is actually the arts. You know, you cannot um, deny music, fashion, television, you name it. They've been there, just like these shows that are featured right now. Orange is the New Black, which is another one that's been groundbreaking. And then you got Euphoria that I think really just speaks to a whole generation that is trying to remove labels. They didn't uh, introduce these characters as anyone but themselves. They didn't say they were couples. They didn't put them in boxes. They just showed you kids living in the 21st century. Barbara said it's not that they have more rights. It's just that the LGBTQ community they're able to use their rights with no issue. Black people have more rights, but they get their rights suppressed over and over. You guys said that the Black 
community, I mean, Black Lives Matter, or I, I'm not too sure of the term, but it was based off of sports. But I have a little, I was doing some research on uh, Pride Month and why they chose June. Awesome. We, we went into the Stonewall. Was it the massacre or just, I believe DJ Zoe Crazy has the right term, but it was Stonewall a Stonewall massacre. The Stonewall oh, wow. massacre in New York that happened in June 28th, June 28th, 1969. 1969. And their movement was, it was, it started due to the civil rights it was actually due to discrimination and employment public and accommodations exclusions in military so just like black lives matter i believe it started in sport the movement started with the kneeling in the sports but i think they have the same well, the it was same actually agenda a, like it was actually a black transgender that started the stonewall riots in 1999 mm -hmm. So you owe that movement, again, to a Black person, and that's why it has to be inclusive. So I do believe that it is inclusive. Black Lives Matters is inclusive to everyone. And you got to think the riots, the riots actually happened during Pride Month, so they were going to be out there waving their flags anyway. You know, that's why we have Pride Month in June due to the riot they started in 1969. But you know, I want to say it needs to be exclusive, like Joelle said. Inclusive. 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 Brain fart. Go ahead. All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about these featured films that we are sharing with the group because it is Pride Month. This is a way that the Black community can actually educate themselves through film as well as shows. Believe it or not, Moonlight was, uh, it actually won an Oscar for Best Film. It actually was filmed in Miami, Florida. We actually have some friends of the show that actually produced music that was on the album. So check that out. And then also the film Saturday Church is on Amazon Prime. It was produced by the same people that do the show Pose. And as you can see, they've won uh, four Festival Film Awards. Two shows everyone should check out. We've already been talking about Euphoria, which is on HBO. And Vanessa was already talking about The Shot. Last night's episode, episode two. Episode two. It was a great episode. I hope you guys are all watching it. Moonlight actually is an Oscar award. Nominated? Movie. I don't know if they nominated won movie. We uh, all, Okay, go ahead and talk about the, the arts before we start the awards. Uh, yeah, a few uh, book mentions. We got No Ashes in the Fire. It's a memoir. And we got There Will Be No Miracles Here, which is also a memoir by two African-American males. They share their story of growing up gay. And our last feature, Perfect piece is a book by Daniel Black, which is an amazing story of a mother, a Black mother who has five boys, and then on her last child decides that she wants to raise a girl, so she raises a boy as a girl, and this story is told from that child's perspective. So again, imagine you walking in someone else's shoes through books, so Bavay Global is actually featuring these books, these films, for Pride and Courage, Pride and Courage Month. Okay. And we do have two more portions in our show before we wrap it up, we have the Royal In Your Own Fashion Awards, where we are going to award people that taking their strides unapologetically, who are changing the world just by being exactly who they are, making a difference despite what people may say about them, despite being judged and everything of that sort. For me, my Royal In Your Own Fashion Award, I must say, is going to go to Janae the Future, who is is a powerful activist. She is no labels. I don't know if I'm, I should be calling her she. He may be. Uh, <laughs> I, it's difficult. I don't, you know, it's a new era. You don't know. No, no labels. <laughs> Call them by their government name. 
the nay, the nay of the future, okay, is a very powerful activist. If you want to follow her on Instagram, her name is J. I'll add it in the chat. She is very poetic, artistic. She speaks her mind. She is very active in her community. She has been part of the protest. She has directed a few of the protests in her area. And I'm telling you, if you follow her, you'll probably come across her spoken words and it'll probably change your life as well. So my Royal In Your Own Fashion Award definitely goes to Jenea, the truth for me, because I definitely want to be somebody that makes a difference in this world and she's definitely doing that let's let's just take out all the negative labels and keep <laughs> the good labels right yeah, it's too confusing it. black queen that's a positive you know let's keep the black queens the labels i have to go back to the shot episode last night another oh, spoiler yeah. alert there's a part where uh, luke james is in a gay bar and he's talking another guy is trying to approach him really quick story another guy is trying to approach him but his girlfriend who i told you is trans comes out and is like what's going on what's wrong with you why are you talking to i'm sorry what's your pronoun now <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like is that how the conversations are gonna have to go from now on i have Listen, to when you're trying to be like, when you're trying to be correct now it's probably gonna get there when you know i just like, feel like excuse me what's them by their government i love that <laughs> call them by their government yeah. you know we won't have any problems but things but are getting very difficult yeah, when be, you're trying be, to be politically be correct but sheila call them sheila hey sheila that's it yeah a4 is, you know, whatever it is. And then at the end of the day, you know, like sometimes maybe we don't need to get, you know, very. So if, if you're considered a, a herb and someone calls you a he by mistake, I mean, we're all human. We make mistakes. You know what I mean? Oh, you as well. I make mistakes. So I'm going to accept your mistake. As long as it's not spiteful, I can accept it and I can move. I can, you know, I can move on. I can go forward, you know? So babies still call, it's a little boy, baby, a little boy is calling everybody he. A little girl is calling everybody she. So moving forward, our next award, DJ Zo Crazy, do you want to award the next award to Tallahassee's Black Queen? Yes. In Tallahassee, we, we refer to her as Toyin, and I really don't want to butcher her name, but um, yes, she has been awarded a Royal In Your Own Fashion Award. Very sad story, yeah, but... No pun intended, but you literally said butcher her name. Like, wow. Yeah. No, it's, it's a very sad story. Um, <laughs> Like, whoa. There's a very dis descriptive article in uh, the Tallahassee Memorial about um, the situation in detail from when she was first kidnapped to uh, Worth the read. when she would uh, eventually unfortunately be murdered because of the killer's confession. So definitely a sad story, but I commend her for her dedication and commitment. I believe when she was out protesting, she was um, not even in a permanent home. I believe she was in a church shelter or staying with friends, Power. but um, definitely want to commend her for that. Mm. And I I love this picture of her. I love this picture of her. That could be a statue right there at FAMU. Zoe Crazy is a scholar at FAMU University, and I'm proud of FAMU University, who for the first time to honor her, a celebrated pride this year. So there is that progress in the Black community. I'm gonna really quickly just continue to honor, I guess, the cast of Pose, you know, created by Billy Porter, who I think is very close to being an EGOT, if he is not already an EGOT. Everybody know what an EGOT is? I mean, you've won yes. an Emmy. Or Emmy, Grammy, Oscar. Oscar. Tony. Tony, okay. <laughs> 
Black <laughs> excellence right there. As I already stated, the community is everywhere. And that show actually was really tough. I don't know if anyone here watches Pose, but even, you know, my, you know, thinking and storyline, when I watch it, it really shakes me. That's, you know, not so much a community I know about. I will go ahead and say that they get an award for how they move in for a different community right now. Who do we have left? We have. we have the Wade family and Lee. I think mine's mine's goes to to Zaya. Yeah. You know, um, it's very very difficult. Uh, you know, I'm not in a famous family, but it, I believe it's very difficult to come out so strong and and face all that hate because there's hate on social media and she's standing her ground and you she can own like she's being herself and she embodies royal in my own fashion and i believe that she has great things to come i mean her family is breeding love acceptance and i believe that as she will just be able to give that out herself to others as well so mine's goes to her i i i look forward into seeing what she has to do i mean what she's going to be able to accomplish later on in life and as a, a young person to take that and just hold you know hold her cross and walk with it wow. Um, regardless of this world, she's brave and she has courage. And there's a saying that be kind, but be courageous. And I believe that she's embodying that. And you can't go wrong with that. With those two, you can't go wrong with that. So mine's goes to her. Joelle sounds like Darth Vader. Darth Vader. That's what you sound like right now. Yeah, that's really that Teddy Riley on the live sound. <laughs> I knew that DJ's little crazy, you know, headset, you know, the full system. But I do want to shout out Lena Wade. She she will also get a, an award. We only were giving out four, but Lena Wade, one time for you and all of your accomplishments, all of her accomplishments. I'm so proud of her and all the works that she's done, how she is exposing the world of television to Black, Black women, Black excellence, Black power. She is the one who directs The Shy. She has plenty of shows on BET. And she what is the movie? The movie that she, she was in as well. I think it was like like Ready Player One, which was a great yes. movie. That was a good very, movie. Very good, very good movie. And she also one. played on that HBO show with the robots. I can't think of the name. I think I know who it, what you're talking about. Oh man, about. Um, Westworld, um, Westworld. 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 Yes. Westworld I just finished that. With a, a football player, actually. They played a, you know, a duo on the show. It was really awesome. Westworld. Okay, so um, Valerie, do you want to do your trivia before we close yeah, out? Yeah, um, let's uh, close <laughs> up with a little, you know, something light, a little, you know, get to get some facts. Um, I have some facts about Pride Month that I learned myself. Hopefully you guys learned too. We're going to use the chat and also the co-host, co-host, you guys can definitely participate too. So um, we're going to talk about the flag. I've learned that each color of the flag Pride means Pride. something. So do we know all the colors in the flag? Does anybody just, nope. if you raise your so hand. So there's hot pink. Colors there's, the flag. there's every color means something. So hot pink means, what do you think that it would mean in the flag? What do you think it's, right. it represents? A hint? Yeah. I mean, uh, what are we just supposed to pull it out in there? Okay. So uh, let's, I'm just going to give you this one and then we're going to go because I don't really know a hint for this hot pink without being gender specific. So hot pink represents sexuality. Okay. And then you have red. What do you think red represents? Fire. Love. Brave. Love. Life. Life. Love. Okay. I see we got some comments up here um the colors are actually hot pink red orange yellow green
theme. Wait, Turquoise. Lower than that. Hot pink. Red. Red. Orange. Orange. Yellow. Yellow. Green, which is on our screen. Green. Turquoise. Turquoise. Indigo. Violet. And I learned today that black and brown has also been added to them, but I do not have the meanings of those, okay, unfortunately. Black, so black, we did. So hot pink represents sexuality. Red represents life. Orange represents healing. Oh, healing. Mm -hmm. No, these are not, we're not going to guess these. I, apparently. So I'm going to give <laughs> you two seconds made, and then I'm going to say listen, the answer. Somebody had, so, they had a list of things that they thought was nice and they just assigned it to a random color. <laughs> there is no correlation <laughs> to color with anything. What does orange mean? Orange healing. stands for healing. Healing. Yes. Okay. Yellow. Okay. Yellow sunlight. Um, all right, all right, that's better. All right, we okay. So, what about green? Earth, nature. Earth. Yeah. Ooh, okay, we on to something now. Yeah, you're getting it. You're getting it. Turquoise. Turquoise. Ocean. Water. Magic and art. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Indigo. Magic. She we have magic and magic. art and turquoise. Indigo represent harmony. Harmony. Wow. Mm -hmm. Violet. Royalty. Fashion. <laughs> Fashion. <laughs> it represents spirit, spirit. you know okay. so the meanings of the flag would be sexuality life healing sunlight nature magic and art harmony and spirit wow. so when i look that at the, that's why you know what it represents i think the hu human race represents all of it you yeah. know and goes back to our no labels we are one we we should all be representing representing all of these things you know mm -hmm. so that was very interesting the, the flag was designed by gilbert baker it was first flown in 1978 in san francisco yeah pride month i think when you put them all together in one flag it's like a mixed color and it just means love confusing together would have been one of those colors but i send you guys <laughs> my love okay I send you guys all red, okay? Red for life and love. And, red and um, no one got charged today. No one got charged today. No I didn't even say it once. Great show. Great show. Great, great show. Thank you for great the participation, audience. guys. It was really good. And um, hopefully we all learned something. We laughed. Start of a great morning. I hope everyone is productive after this. Yeah. Cheers, cheers to coffee. Coffee toast. Co yeah. <laughs> Big ups, DJ. Go crazy. All right. Better determination. Oh, oh.
This is the Vey, where we are royal in our own fashion.